And hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. And the gay, the gay factor is multiplied, multiplied, <laughs> added, uh, cubed. Is that the word? Cubed? No, absolutely, it's not no. cubed. It's like multiplied by one point five. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> one point five. That's funny. Um, Zach here as always with Alex as always, Hello. but not as always for I believe the third time. Our little yes. biannual tradition. He was our yes. very first guest on the Gay Racing Podcast. Yes. Jackson Todd, Hello. J Todd fourteen. Or the fuck your Twitter user? Underscore 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 fourteen yeah. underscore. It's a pleasure yeah. to be back here on GURP. GURP, no, um, get off, get out. You had it. <laughs> we, just, we just killed off the recurring character. It's all good. Todd. The GURP, actually, the GURP. The GURP. Sorry, 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 sorry. GURP. Oh my God. Um, hi, Jackson. Patriotic Christian. Uh, I forgot what it was. Right. Um, oh yeah. Our our little. Oh my God. Me and Jackson. I don't know if y'all saw. Y'all need to follow Jackson on Twitter, number one, because yes, we banter all the time on Twitter. <laughs> I'm talking so much shit at this man, and it's like our half joking because the- I I'm low key serious. <laughs> like our our beef is at an all time high. Beef. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. But no, y'all need to follow him. Um. What what was my point? I forgot what my point was, but um. Shit, what was I going to say? Jackson puts a lot of uh, good stats on Twitter, just like our friend Avery Oh, does. yeah, like, actually, um, like, besides entertainment like, factor, he does put, yeah. I a learn lot a lot from Jackson's Twitter. I really do. You put out some YouTube videos, too, here and there. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have fun. We have fun. Um, yes. So this weekend was Kansas. Uh, Jackson and I had our biannual meetup. Bray met up with one another. Yes. Uh, so Kyle Larson, he won again. How about that? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach, how's it feel to have uh, Kyle Larson having this kind of season? First driver since Dale Earnhardt to have two, three peats in a single season. Um, honestly, kind of boring because I don't mm. like NASCAR <laughs> that much anymore. Mm. Very but fair. For real, for real, I am proud of him. Like I, I mean, it's impressive. It is impressive what he's been able to do. Um, right. And like a lot of his wins aren't even on like five fifty tracks. It's like it's not that I don't value five fifty wins. It's just like I don't care for the races that much, and it's just hard to be like so pumped when he mm-hmm. wins just by like putting air on Chase Elliott. So um, right. It, um, but no, I am proud of him. Like what? That's his ninth win. It's like mm-hmm. he's almost at ten. Like. I've right. only seen one driver in the time I've watched NASCAR get 10 wins in the cup season. So, and that was Jimmy Johnson in 2007. Right. So, right. Yeah, no, it's cool. It is. Um, that's all I got to say though. Nothing much yeah. else to say. I mean, he's just, he's chilling. The The championship battle he should be having with Hamlin. That's a different story. We've been talking about it. Would have been great. But uh, for context sake, I didn't go to the cup race in person. Uh <laughs> Um, the what the weather forecast is really sketchy. Yeah. Formula One was on. And then I was going to go with my grandma because we're season ticket holders. And she's like, my car's going to get stuck in the mud. I don't know if I want to go. I'm like, oh, you don't want to go? Oh, I don't watch that one. So uh, we, we didn't go. So I'm not mad. We went to the Xfinity race. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, but Jackson, you and I met up as I alluded to. Yes. 
Uh, did you have a good time this weekend? I did. Um, I always do. Um, I mean, like, you know, it's, a, it's annoying to be like, um, you know, to sit there and like know that like something else could have been happening. Like if you like I have to turn that off. Yeah. Like in my head, I have to be like, right. I have to enjoy this for what it is. Like I can't be thinking about like what could be happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Like once I once I like get into that mode, then I have a good time. But I have to like kind of switch into that. And I also think like the Xfinity race was like a really good time. Um, yeah. And so that definitely like set the bar for the weekend. I was just like, I got my free right. mashed potatoes at the display thing. <laughs> I got my I got my eNASCAR koozie. I had all the giveaways, and I it was a good time. Cool. Um, I, this was my 16th year being at the Speedway at some, in some capacity throughout the weekend. Um, it feels like home, you know, like this is you and I's home yeah, track. That's cute. It, it really does feel like home. Like, even if I'm not a NASCAR fan, really, like that's not my number one thing anymore. It still feels really cozy to be at right. the Speedway. And I'm right. really glad the race isn't like late October anymore because uh probably won't be freezing next year September. yeah that's uh, it's oh that fall right i mean even the like it's uh it's always freezing for yeah. that october date and like i don't i obviously don't want to be like baking out there like there were a few of right. those like back when the spring race was in like june i think it was pretty warm once few. or twice yeah but yeah um, which bring back the night race but it's a whole other thing right. um yeah, but yeah, the night race. Um, but yeah, moving that late one to September, that'll be nice. Oh, for sure. And I, I know y'all said you were cold, but I was literally sitting there Sunday. I'm like, listen, they should have had this race Saturday night. I don't care if it was oh, yeah. 30 degrees. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Hey, don't see, need to have that shit. <laughs> I feel like if I'm going to be cold, make me cold at a night race. Like, yeah. Right. And then you can watch F1 the next day. Like, right. yeah. Brand, come and on, man. I will say, you know, it was chilly. But the coldest I have ever been at a racetrack was last year. Yes, that was me too. actually freezing. Yeah, last yeah. year it was thirty degrees colder than yeah. it was. Oh yeah, this past yeah. I remember seeing pictures of y'all like bundled up. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I had like three coats on and I was still cold last yeah. year. It was crazy. Yeah, um, it was the weather. The whole weather was just weird. Yeah, like, the I forecast mean, for Sunday was changing like every minute. No yeah. one knew what was happening. It was sunny out, and it was there was a lightning warning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, but but not not enough. It, it was also weird, but yeah. I guess right. we should have just race. That was Mother Nature being like, "Why the hell are you trying to race at the same time as F one?" Yeah. Why, girl? I, I Mother Nature's trying to watch F one too now, but she's always <laughs> got to keep an eye on NASCAR. That's mm-hmm. the thing. She cannot keep her eyes off NASCAR because they will start acting up and start racing <laughs> in the damn ice. Yep. <laughs> She's got to keep an eye on him. She was trying to watch Lewis Hamilton. Maybe she was trying to make rain happen at Coda. Maybe. Because F1 and Mother Nature, they close. They close like that. <laughs> they work together. But, you know, with the weather, it was really windy on Sunday. And I noticed uh, a lot of the drivers had issues in the cup right. race uh, off of turn two. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a list here. We had Blaney with Austin Dillon getting loose off of turn two. Uh, Truex, Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott at the end of the race, and more all got in the wall off of two. Um, how w- was it like really windy at the track on Sunday? Jackson? It was it was weird because well, I just it's it was so weird um, because 
normally at the track, I feel like the wind is coming at the grandstands. So yeah. like it, every once in a while we get like a like a whoosh at us. Mm-hmm. Um, but the flags were just like straight out. Right. And it was also really interesting because like the big American flag in one and two, mm-hmm. like that was pointing like the wind was going from one to three. But all the flags in the infield were pointing like from the back stretch to the front stretch. So the wind was just like it was going all directions and whipping all over the place, which like, mm-hmm. I mean, if I mean, it at least told me that the drivers did have to work a little bit more than just like, yeah. right. Between that and like the temperature changes and all that, like the cars probably weren't handling their best. So maybe I don't know. I didn't look at any onboard video, but I mean, um, I don't know how like I mean, that's what we want really is... were. Right. And that's what we want is for the cars to be uh, flat out, not not to be flat out, but they want it to be hard to drive. Right. And like, we shouldn't have to rely on the weather for that. <laughs> so, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. But, the race car mean, drivers got to be airbenders to drive these cars now. <laughs> like, I damn, just fucking I, get Aang out there. He'll he'll get that. He'll I, fix that dirty air problem. He'll fix I that. forget who the tweet was. I'll have to find it. But someone tweeted that Dale Sr. would have dominated with this aero package <laughs> yeah. because the air is so important. That made me laugh. I forget that's, who tweeted that. That's fun. <laughs> that's funny. But I can't tell um, how serious yeah. that is. Like, it, it almost sounds like a serious tweet. I think they were joking. I'm hoping at least. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, if he, I mean, well, he saw the air in a time where I feel like people don't see, didn't really see the air. Now we have, right. like, literally everybody side drafts. Like, everyone right. knows about it now. Like, that, like, Dale Jr. True. did that when, like, even no one really, like, knew to do it well i mean up until a few years ago like Jarrell waltrip was on the fox broadcast telling us like it sped up your car but like right like Mm. that's like not what that's not how that works yeah right but that's also just daryl yeah because i think i remember larry mech explaining it in 2010 but i don't that might not even been it but because but yeah no um either way yeah aerodyne like I don't know. That's a conversation for another day. Would have Dale Earnhardt done good in the 550 package? I don't know. We'll never know. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that but, was also the last what mm-hmm. Gen Six 550 race. That's right? yeah. Um, yeah. This was the very last of the original Aero package. Uh, the oh. original 550 Aero package. Uh, it is now dead. The original version. We're getting a 2.0 next yeah. year. Uh, I think good riddance. Uh, I think it was the perfect. We'll talk closure. more about that in a bit, but hopefully oh. it'll be better. Okay. It'll be a turtle with a different shell. Yeah. The same turtle. <laughs> the same. <laughs> I, I'm just joking because I really don't know. I, I think I talked about my expectations in like a previous of episode, but yeah. yeah. And we'll yeah, have all we'll we have the whole we off season to talk about that too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what we got. Um, but you know, Kyle Larson getting this win was really cool. Jackson and I talked about this when we met up on Saturday. Is that he was dri- he's driving the Ricky Hendrick paint scheme, and this is like the weekend that the plane crash happened with Hendrick Motorsports. Yep. Um, I think it was a perfect time for that to happen, mm-hmm. especially with the paint schemes and the number movie next year. I don't know if this paint scheme is gonna be the same next oh my year. God. And I love that paint so scheme. So I think it's this is really cool. I'm really yeah. glad that that scheme got to win at Kansas, where Ricky yeah, Hendrick's right. win came in the Truck Series too. Right. I think I'm really happy that Larson won. Yeah. Yeah, sure. that's what I was kind of like. Um, if I'm gonna have to watch a Larson yeah. win, like at least it's like this, right? Like I kind of wish they almost put like that decal back. Did they put? Did they have the decal on the cars? That one decal I, that I don't Jimmy know. Johnson had I when he won Atlanta. So. I feel like 
I want them to put it back on the cars because I just think it'd be cool. Maybe not even the hood, just somewhere. Right. Um, I don't know. I because I I went back and watched Atlanta the the Atlanta 2004 finish and the interviews mm-hmm. and stuff, and it just it gave me goosebumps because right. it was such an emotional like moment, mm-hmm. and I just really appreciated it for what it was. And, um, for sure. Yeah, and Hendrick Motorsports, they've been, I mean, they're they're so important to NASCAR, I feel like, um, especially, I mean, I've watched, like, half the seasons I've watched have probably been won by a Hendrick Motorsports driver, so. Probably. I'm mostly Jimmy, but <laughs> one was Chase, <laughs> and now my favorite's at Hendrick, so, you know, it, the team, I, Dale, Dale was also my favorite in Hendrick, so the team means a lot to me, and I, it is cool to sure. see them get that win um what is weird though is i didn't actually see the significance of it till the day of which maybe mm-hmm. this is why we need practice back and stuff because it's like again it's just like i don't know the actual storylines leading up to the race if right I don't watch pre-race right that's a good point yeah because you know practice they would kind of use that to talk about stories like what the teams are doing behind the scenes yeah yeah because there's like no yeah. like pre i don't know uh, maybe yeah. i'm just making up a problem but no, I totally see what you're saying there, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the Xfinity Series race, though, because that race was one of the best races I've seen from NASCAR in a long time. And maybe it's because I was at the track in person, but uh, that was so good. The battle with mm-hmm. uh, Harrison Burton, Sam Mayer, and was it Noah Braxton? <laughs> yeah. That battle was going on for, like, what, 15 laps? It was so? several laps. Like, Harrison Burton, they did something to that car where I thought he was going to win the race at one point. I was getting really excited, but they just kept trading spots. They were, they were three wide for most of the lap, most of the time. I was watching just that um, while Austin Sendrick was pulling away and everything, and Ty Gibbs was second. But those three, it was just such a good battle. And that is a moment, like, when a... Harrison got turned by Sam Mary. It was unfortunate. Not some people mad about it on Twitter. But that's when wrecks should happen. Right. Is when it comes yeah. from hard racing. I agree. I, I, I always like not appreciate wrecks when it comes from hard right. racing, but it's a lot easier to take it in. Like for sure. You know that they no, like like the point of racing. <laughs> the point of racing should be like pushing everything to the limit. And yeah. you know that they like went to that limit and they crossed it. Like, like yes. when Lewis and Max wrecked. Right. Italy right. or when yeah. Max got turned at Silverstone hard awful crash but like it's not the same as when they wreck at Talladega right For sure yeah right. like when they that's like when they wrecked I I was disappointed because I like Harrison a lot but it's like I wasn't like oh my god he got taken out it's like no they were just hard racing hard yeah like, I'm watching they, highlights it was right bound now. to happen really that incident because they they were crazy for so long it was amazing oh, yeah. they went oh that long without because i didn't watch this i didn't watch mm. the end of the race because i was doing something else um holy fucking shit they just went through oh yeah the wreck happened okay oh <gasps> oh damn that <laughs> yes. was a hit this is the first time i'm seeing this oh see it that was, was a, a hard hit yeah it was a hard like, hit for harrison sucks. and that's another but uh, if hard hits are gonna happen that's yeah it's it's better mm-hmm. than it just being because someone like cut your fucking tire because they made a little bit of contact right. with you or some dumb right. shit. Wow. At least and- Greg's in wreck too. <laughs> Anyways. Um- <laughs> That's funny. 
it all balanced out. It all balanced out. Right, right. <laughs> um, Jackson, quick question. Did you stay for the ARCA race? I did not. Okay. It was, the rain was coming. We were <laughs> You cold. missed the best series? Was, we had other stuff to do. What? Uh, How did you watched... miss the ARCA race? Do you, yeah. you didn't want to watch that action? I did not. I was not particularly oh, interested in the Arkham Menard series. Oh, the that's Arkham funny. Menard series. Uh, that used to be a staple for me every weekend, but it now it really just, like, was. It's, yeah, it's just uh, Arca God, Night in America was like a meme on Twitter. Yes, like people yes, were like yes. so and excited for the Arca race. That was right before the decline. I don't. That was right before it. Yeah, all I feel I like also, 2019 was the last time it was yeah. like decent. Yeah. I also, since we're mentioning Arca, I would like to bring up um, that the excuse for not running cup cars in practice and stuff is like that cost, is exactly the right way I was going for. Oh, yep. Um, but like, why can Arca run practice and qualifying when they have like literally five dollars? And the, the cup, cup series, <laughs> no, stop the cup series. They say it's because they want to save costs during the pandemic, right? That's the reason, yeah, practice qualifying. But Arca, like you said, is like five dollars and change. No, <laughs> and but they have practice and they have qualifying. What's I don't get it. You mentioned yeah, that I on Saturday. I, I don't, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting to mention. Um, anything else to mention for uh, NASCAR Kansas? We'll break down the playoffs more when we're at, down to the final four. I think, I think, I don't know. I like, can't, not even just like it being my home track. Like I like Kansas as a track. Yeah, like it feels like Kansas. It like the track is like trying its hardest to fight this package by like giving yeah. like all these lanes and stuff. Yep. And like watching the, ex- I think it's also interesting because the Xfinity race used Kansas in the way it's like supposed to be run with the progressive right. banking and everything. Um, and so like I guess it gives I I I'm not studying engineering. I don't know all the dirty air stuff, but mm-hmm. I mean just being able to use like more lanes like should help with that and it's just well yeah that's like, my like, think, hypothesis and i think that's why like i mean on like on paper like i don't know what the gulag poll result is but it's probably not good because on paper like kyle larson won like the most significant storyline was like kyle bush hitting the wall twice and blaney like there wasn't anything yeah. like if i wrote down all the things like on paper what happened in this race like it's not like anything outstanding like it is just another mile and a half race this year yeah um and Kansas just, used to never be that. Kansas right. was always one of the shining mile and a half races every year, especially so, the night race when it was a night race. Yeah. So it's just also, oh, I was listening to the teardown this morning on my, after I flew back um, and Jeff Gluck, they were doing the thing where they like guessed the result or whatever. Um, and then Gluck, I, he said it I probably, I mean, without thinking it, like he's like their best poll result was like an 80 percent yes and he was like the spring 2019 well that was the last like night race so yeah. and everything oh. since then has been like 40s and 50s yeah. yeah so and another thing is that the attendance that was probably the weakest crowd i've seen at kansas i it's kind of sad to see that <laughs> i think i don't know i mean it always looks different there in person and on tv i also think like having the drink rail there like That's I think that true. might that might hurt the visual That's because true. you you have the color of the seat blocking part of the person, right? And so I think the visuals of attendance are I I don't know I'm also making that I, up but that I sounds was telling, like something that would be valid. 
I was telling Zach that it looks like a IndyCar 2009 attendance. Girl. Which, you know, that's not great. But yeah, it's, I don't know. You know, I mean, the also... race. Just go ahead, Jackson. No, I don't know. Oh, are you sure? You the guest. Well, I, I was just going to say, well, like, I mean, it, like, not to be like a NASCAR defender, but like, it was like raining and the weather was nasty and like, mm-hmm. whatever. But that's not, that's not true. I mean, just, you like, literally didn't up. go because right. of the rain. Well, also, yeah. one, but so, <laughs> like, if the weather was perfect, I probably would have went. Right. Yeah. I would have had F1 on my phone, though. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> I, I didn't have enough on that drink rail. Yeah, yes, I did. Yes, I had I had my phone set up on the drink rail. We watched um like the beginning and the end. Like that's funny. Verizon was working. It's the that five G. I don't I don't have five G. I guess so. Maybe that's why it wasn't working well. But Verizon <laughs> yeah. was trying its darndest to get. I don't get. One I don't get service at Richmond, bro. Um, <laughs> I did low key low key this or maybe it was during the Xfinity race when there wasn't as much people there, but there were still a lot of people there. Anyways, um. What I was going to say is I remember before the race Sunday, mm-hmm. Denny, somebody was talking about something that involved Denny Hamlin where they had like a meeting with like higher ups and it's like the attendance at Texas was quote unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all saw that tweet. No. And ugh, I got to go find it now, but um, it just seemed very like intense wording. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just like, I don't, again, I don't think they should be necessarily surprised because everyone has talked so much shit about not only Texas, but the package. So, Mm -hmm. you know, naturally attendance may go down. Um, Let me find the tweet, but yeah, I just, I, that, that's what that reminded me of. So like attendance at these NASCAR tracks is once again, becoming like a major issue. And then also, I don't know if this is in the T Okay, right. Never mind. We'll get to the T later then. I'll just yes. bring this back up when yeah. we get to the T. Okay. I just wanted to bring that up now. We actually could move on to the T unless uh, Jackson wants to spew some playoff propaganda. I know. Um, Come on my podcast and talk about the playoffs. Like, uh, no, wait. What did I say? Hold up. There's a good restart on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm scrolling through my Twitter. There's a good restart on Sunday. And I was like, this was some good racing. It was when Reddick was trying to get the lead. Yeah. And I tweeted, Ooh, that was some good racing. And I put that um, meme of Frieza from Dragon Ball going like, I'll ignore that. I'll ignore that. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> that doesn't fit my uh, narrative. I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I will say, well, I'll, I'll, never mind. Are we talking about the playoffs later? Or is this? Uh, no, we're, we can talk about the playoffs now. Oh, I was just going to say, I think it's interesting. Like, I think Brad has gone further than you guys thought he was going to. And that's like the only doing thing better than I thought he was going to. Brad is like the only thing Zach and I got wrong. Brad yeah, would yeah. literally still make it to Phoenix. <laughs> like, yeah, because he could win Martinsville dead ass. Uh, he could oh, just yeah. win what, it. What were my four? Because it was, um, I didn't have Larson. So now I'm looking like a fool over here. But um, oh, it's not loading. Anyway, but yeah, I think I think Brad. I think that's just like Brad. Like that just shows his like veteran, his his old manness yeah. is that yeah. he can just like. And he might not make the done. playoffs next year unless he wins the Daytona Talladega. Right. Which so, he could. I mean, he could totally. Yeah. 
but <laughs> I'm just saying that he might this might be his last realistic shot at a title for a while unless he can get Roush going fast um he's probably pretty hungry for another title so all right Alex so um yes. Alex and Jackson what is the tea y'all what's the tea well, as we mentioned, uh, this was the last race of the original Aero Package mm-hmm. 550 in a 18D. Or I don't know if there's like a proper name for that. Uh, That's like the code name, yeah. Uh, Thank you, Matt. Party, pop, party poppers, uh, you know. Woohoo. Bunch of confetti. Uh, it's dead. Uh, we're getting yeah. a new version next year, as we met said. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it can't get worse. Like, right. Like, I think to I be. Not to... I mean, the car seems to be more aerodynamically simple, so that should help. Uh, yeah. There should just be less dirty air, and their right. vision is IROC, which I still don't want, but like at least they can get closer to right. actual and good pack racing, maybe. Jeff Gluck put out a tweet asking, oh, saying like, oh, everyone's saying good riddance and stuff to this, and it's like, why? Is it, we're having the same pack next year. It's like, no, we're not. We're having the next gen, which is supposedly, big word, supposedly, built to have actual better racing with the 550 horsepower package so and we've had matt weaver on and he explained that it can work if they do it right will they is to be determined right yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. yeah i think it all comes down to like i mean I've said it before. Matt Weaver kind of brought the idea to me. Just put a lip on the back of the car, but they're not going to do that. Um, yeah, with that little horsepower. Um, I oh, I had a point. Oh my god, I hate ADHD. I just went to Seven Eleven to get caffeine, and normally my ADHD just melts away as soon as I drink some, <laughs> but it hasn't kicked in yet. Um, right. Okay. So yeah, I, I because like. Even if it gets like better, I don't like. Does that mean like pack racing still? And then in terms of like the Jeff Gluck thing, like I thought it was interesting when um, someone said, Jackson, I don't think it was you. It was somebody that was like, there's always nostalgia for like 10 years ago in NASCAR. Right. That was well, Jackson. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really interesting. It's these, it's five year cycles and or it's five like, year cycles. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, I kind of joined this space in like, 2015 2016 right and back then it was like all this like simping for like car tomorrow stuff right yeah and then now the last few years it's been this like stuff for 2014 and 2015 yeah and now it's like progressed like another five-year set and so and i think like nascar's big like power for so long was like being able to use like nostalgia like you know, like that, that's been their whole thing, like the family and yeah. the tradition and the da, 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 da. But now it's come, it's like spinning on them because like nostalgia is like, uh, you know, you're longing for something that like probably never existed. And so I think this five year, it, the five year gap is interesting because I think it's recent enough that you think you remember it, but it's still mm-hmm. far enough away that like you only remember the peaks of it. And it's honestly like, okay, this might be stupid, but it's like the same thing with Vine, right? Yeah. Like, you, you, you glorify yeah. Vine because you only see the best Vines from the compilations yeah. on YouTube. You don't see every single trash post. Right. So, you know, yeah, TikTok's it's the better. same thing. Right. It's the same thing. It's like just far <laughs> enough away that you don't, you know, 
I guess, yeah. That's, that's a good that's, comparison, that's actually. Feature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, there will be nostalgia for the, like, for and this era. It will survivorship bias. You know survivorship and, bias. Mm-hmm. And, right. And I think the number moving is going to give people a reason to be nostalgic for this That's time. true. Um, if, who knows what happens with Peacock and all that oh. crap. There's going to oh, be a reason man. to give nostalgia for Peacocktober! That. So... so <laughs> <laughs> Oh, best time of the year <laughs> anyway but yeah people will be longing for the i mean throwing the pandemic shenanigans and the pro invitational people will be longing. oh my god oh, yeah. i can't 2020 and 2021 and sooner than you realize i know didn't, that's gonna piss me off <laughs> didn't you also say that people have been nostalgic for the cars being built by the teams and all that or was that someone else somebody I, said that, that was Gluck's, that was gluck's original point okay i for me i I won't be like that. It's like, this has not been a good era of NASCAR. Uh, 2014, I can understand more, but uh, I'm more nostalgic for like the mid 2000s because that's like what I grew up on. Just like how a lot of the old people, uh, like 10, 20 years older than Zach and I, all three of us, I guess. Um, it's, they're more nostalgic for the 80s and 90s. And then I'm more nostalgic for the 2000s. So, I mean, a kid in like 10 years, they'll probably be nostalgic for right now. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't think it has anything to do with the actual product, though. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, you don't you only see the good stuff until you get deep enough to see the bad stuff. Right. Like, that's why, like, 2019, 2020, I was big. I was big on this F1 like thing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of like, OK, I like F1, but it's like obviously not what it was, because now I understand, like, all the messy politics, sometimes literal politics behind. Yeah. It, right? Yeah. And like how like they went from like barely any racist to the Middle East. Now they're like all this oil companies control it's just like yeah. you know as you get more into it you see all the bad stuff yeah and there's always things that you just it's hard to let go and i have a right. lot of things like that with nascar and i think you can kind oh, of relate sure. to it it's a different tone in f1 but it's still like it just does inhibit your enjoyment and then like even right. indycar right. has its things like like i well what does it what That's i don't know what, I, I can't name anything i I I've tried the same thing and I'm like I don't I don't know what my IndyCar like icks are other than like Santino but he's gone it's mostly just that they don't have races most of the time and also like (laughs) it's in series about the biggest oval race in the world and they don't even race on oval basically that that is a big ick for me that's literally my only ick but that's like but yeah no there's things um yeah, like there's no perfect racing series and nostalgia no. in terms of nostalgia. I'm a big nostalgia person. I have so much nostalgia for the entire year of like 2019 and early 2020 because it was like my peak at college. Mm-hmm. And even NASCAR in 2019, we had practice and qualifying. Like I'm nostalgic for that, which sucks, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I'm nostalgic for NASCAR trackside on speed. Oh, that's what I'm nostalgic for. NASCAR. When did NASCAR peak? That's ooh, that's a good question. I think so, I've my my NASCAR peak is Jeff Gordon hosting SNL. Mm. Oh, just like, like in terms of that, like that's probably accurate. Their power. I yeah. meant more than like how like personally when did NASCAR peak oh. for you? Like, but that that's personally, no, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Personally, I'd probably say like 2004, 2005. Because I, that's all I did was NASCAR. I played the video games all week. 
Yeah. And then it's like, that's I'd watch point. the racing on the weekend. I'd be racing my little cars. Ooh. Then it's like everywhere you went. I almost have like, to say 2015 or 2014 with that logic. Cause I played the, the hell out of the video games. Mm-hmm. I like still collected so many die casts. 2014 2015 for me probably that's actually uh that's a good question because jackson me and alex were trying to come up with like a question to start asking every guest oh, and yeah. it was inspired off alanis king asking everybody um to rate chris angel's <laughs> looks i don't know Very if you've funny. seen that um I, no okay well <laughs> i'm missing out i'm missing out. yeah a lot we need to get her on because she looks fun she looks fun anyways <laughs> um yeah so um, so personally for you, like, what do you remember? This is just, we didn't even have this on the dock, but I really like where this is going. Yeah, like nostalgic, with nostalgia or whatever, when did NASCAR yeah. peak for you? I, I don't like know. Your enjoyment. I, I, I don't know. I know and you that can like, say now, because I, I feel like you've been a really like, I, I don't I know, think you've enjoyed NASCAR. The way more. I've enjoyed it has changed. Yeah. Right. So like i when i talk about it like with people in real life i call it like the enlightenment where i switched over from like trying to take it too seriously to now just like taking it for what it is right and so that happens kind of like i think that happened it happened in that 2019 2020 kind of transition that's when yeah. it happened and mm. so i feel like the way i watched it before then i liked it in a way i like it different than i like now because right. now i now I I have converted to the full-on entertainment and away from the sport. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't know. I don't think I have an answer for that. Right. That's a good I don't that is still a good answer though, even though right. it's not like an actual answer right. to like right. the question is still like it's a good answer because right. like, yeah. I think I think it I think there's value in that because um shit, ADHD. I cannot think. Um no, fuck. What I I don't know how to put what I'm trying to say, but it's like, right. um, I like I, how you said it's like you enjoy it differently. No, what yeah. I was gonna say because what your career, um, radio broadcasting, you have your uh, you have your own radio show and podcast where you talk about sports sometimes, mm-hmm. including motorsports. Yeah. So, um, I think when people, um, I feel like even if they don't like the racing when they work in NASCAR. I can see them how their enjoyment of NASCAR peaks now because now they're working in it. I can kind of see that. I think I that's. See, a I think answer. so, and I think because last lockdown time is because I I'd been around NASCAR Twitter from like 2015, but like I didn't like dive deep into a lockdown because I couldn't do anything that's when i that's like when i made those pixel cars and i started all pixel cars and that's when i learned like all the like the adobe creative stuff like that was what i did during lockdown and so i think that has like revamped it for me because it's given me like oh i can be like creative with this stuff like right like these stats aren't super meaningful but like also that's what makes them interesting is because there are trends that like exist despite the chaos of everything like yeah that's true so i do enjoy it differently now than i did you know three or four years ago i like how you put that seeing the trends through the chaos yes because <laughs> you're right i mean there's yeah. people that have like good average finishes at like even right. daytona and talladega and that's what 
And that's why I do that silly JTSR thing. And Josh Balicki is third right now. But what? <laughs> Josh Balicki is ranked third. He is behind. Let me pull up my numbers here. Because he, because this is why I do these kind of things is because I can follow, I make these like mini storylines for myself. So Josh Balicki, he has two DNFs on the whole year and they, it wasn't because of a wreck and he has not been involved in official NASCAR documented caution mm-hmm. at all this year. And so that's, that's why crazy. he's up there in that JTSR ranking. But like, you know, just like little things like that. Like he's the only, yeah. So just little things like that. I just like, enjoying and watching for because that's originally how i got like i don't know into all this like communication oh. stuff and all the shenanigans it's like through all the right. racing stories and that's kind of how i am right now so i think i know what i want to do i want i think i want to do it into marketing social media something uh and i realized that through indycar so that's kind of the same kind of thing there like yeah I they found need better marketing go alex <laughs> yeah i know they were save them save them they were my like public relations class, like final project. Like, yeah, we had to write, like, a 15 me page report about like the company's public relations. And I was like, I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my God. Um, I kind of want to read that actually. I'll, I'll find it somewhere. I'll get it to you. Right. You don't have to. I was, to, like, I was like, here's the potential and here's what they are not doing. So, right. Um, moving on in the tea, that was a really good discussion, you guys. Good job. Yeah, everyone. I like that. I like that. I like hearing <laughs> um, about y'all's like enjoyments of NASCAR. Like, yeah. Um, another part of the tea here: uh, four hundred thousand people oh, throughout the weekend in Austin were at the United States Grand Prix. Big weekend for Formula One in the U.S. Oh my God, it is growing. Like it, I the hype around this race, I didn't really notice it until like midweek last week Mm -hmm. but like formula one coming back to the u.s for the first time in two years f1 has grown in the u.s from drive Mm -hmm. to survive the next flick show to just i think i i I think only a little bit of it is like kind of like um like them going like people going away from nascar into like IndyCar, F1, other motorsports. Like, mm-hmm. t- I mean, that happened for me, so it has to have happened for other people, yeah. I imagine. They, um, in that same teardown episode I was listening to this morning, Gluck made a point that I was like, oh my God, right. So the path of becoming an F1 fan, like in the United States, like you could have been like a NASCAR fan and then an IndyCar, and then you found F1, which is kind of like, I think what we mostly did. I think um, so, yeah, basically. Like, Drive yeah. to Survive has now let you, like, scoot around NASCAR and IndyCar. Like, you yeah. can just go straight to F1. And that, yeah. I think, I was like, oh, my God, right. Like, the That's path true. of becoming an F1 fan. Like, you don't have to do, like, a deep dive into motorsports. Like, if you're going to become an IMSA fan, like... You'd have to you do a deep to, dive to find IMSA. You have to yeah, take you a have path to basically watch NASCAR because right. Daytona. Like, but yeah. now, now your path to F1 is a lot more direct. That's and a good point. I would argue, you, I said this to, replied this to Jenna Fryer last night. Another thing is that the broadcasts for Formula One are so much like more accessible and easier to like get sucked into it. There's no commercials. Right. And so I it's think, like, if you watch Drive to Survive and you're like, oh, I might check a race out and you do, it's really easy it, to just stay tuned. It doesn't right? give you an opportunity to turn it on. Right. And it's only 90 minutes, really. Right. And it's, it's just short. an episode yeah. of a show. Yeah. yeah, it's an episode of a reality show. Right. Basically. 
That's I, funny. That's NASCAR. It's a reality show at this point. Yeah, two very different realities. Like, Dude, like, Jackson. Like Survivor and like mm-hmm. NASCAR is like some TLC something. Like, <laughs> Right. And that kind of leans into the next topic here is that should celebrities uh, be at these racing events? Because a lot of these celebrities, it seems a lot of them watch Driver Survive 2 so they show up and watch as they're now their fans or they want to be there for the fanfare and such. Uh, they had the grid walk before the race and, uh, you know, Martin Brundle got declined by a couple people, Serena Williams and uh, Megan the Stallion. Cool. That, that was really funny. <laughs> did you see that incident, Jackson? I did not see the incident. Oh, you did I not saw, see I this. saw all the talk of the incident. Oh, okay. okay. Like Basically, I'll describe it. Oh, so you are, no, so you already have the summary? I, I'm, I'm aware of what happened. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watched the race, but I, I mean, I started when they played right. the song. Yeah. Um. It was. It was funny. It was really fun. The funniest part for me when was Martin was just like, "Oh no, I can," because I did. Like, because <laughs> her fucking PR dude was being a dick. So. Yeah. But there was a discussion uh, <laughs> last night and today about <laughs> a discussion. If... <laughs> yeah. That's all I love Alex. He just put that in the greatest way, a discussion. <laughs> yeah, it was not a tame discussion, but uh but it was it a was, discussion. Yeah. It was really um, one-sided, but like <laughs> Well, what do I'm you sorry think? Alex, keep going. Are, are should celebrities attend races like like a, that seems like a no-brainer to me, right? Like yeah, duh. Like fucking yeah. duh. Like what like, like what li- they okay. Okay, Jackson, go ahead. I just, I'm gonna, no, well, no, no, sorry. Keep what? Going. I should, no. I should. Well, I'm just like, okay, the David Land tweet. All right. Okay. Like, you can mention him. Just, that's fine. Because I don't know yeah, what side you're on. Yeah, I, I don't know. Either. I'm on the like, I'm. If you're telling me, I, I don't even know what. It's a yes or no question, Jackson. It's a yes or no question. Yes, yes, they should. And then, yes, right. yes, okay. go to races if they don't know anything. Okay. Like, I don't, it's it's obnoxious to think that they shouldn't. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't I don't, gatekeep like, your sport. Now, maybe <laughs> interviewing Serena Williams next to Max Verstappen after he wins Monaco when she clearly is uncomfortable and does that not was want goofy. to be like interacted with. Yeah, yeah, don't force them to do that. But mm-hmm. like, Meg the Stallion being at an F1 race. That's you huge. know, that's neat. It doesn't matter if you know who Christian Horner is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she's standing there next to that Red Bull car. Like, that's neat. Like, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. I mean, we talked about this a few years ago, like with the, like the NBA players wearing like the M&M's jacket, like pregame. Like, yeah. it's, like it's not that deep. It's like neat. Like, right. you know, are you, and next you're going to tell me that Denny Hamlin being in the offer pad commercial is bad. Like, so... My opinion on this is that, duh, we should have celebrities and influencers, whatever you want to call them, at racing events because it, they're going to post on their social media to probably millions of people who don't watch it. And, you know, there might be like a fraction who will be like, hey, I might tune in and see if I can see them on TV. Then they actually watch and maybe they like it. You never know. Yeah. Um. For example, I used to be a huge 21 Pilots fan. They did the concert at Circuit of the Americas this weekend. I've had people they that did? I've known. Yeah, apparently wow. they did. That's I've so had cool. people Dude, that I. Imagine if you went. 
I used to have like Tumblr mutuals. They were talking about Formula One. I'm like, why are you people uh. talking about F1? They're talking about it because they were they were there, right? <laughs> that so is it's so like, funny. Just that it's like they get to know about the well, series. Like, I, yeah. how many will actually get to watch it? Probably not a lot, but it does something. I mean, look at these numbers, right? And and the Shaquille O'Neal meme, you know, oh my god, and everything. Well, that's like, look at him. Like, that's definitely outside who, of racing circles now. Like, people yeah. who, right? People who know him, they're gonna think that's funny, and they're gonna be like, oh, Formula One. He was at F one. Cool. Yeah. Like, oh, who are these two knuckleheads next to him? Oh, they're in a historic championship battle right now. Shit, I gotta go oh, check that out. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I just sold F one, man. Or Shaq did. Like, Shaq just sold F one to us. Right. Like, you know, I think there is a line, and this was discussed last year, the Daytona 500. I won't get into it too much. But, you know, I think there's a line with politics. You probably don't want to cross that. And that's yeah. a little sketchy. I don't, whatever position you have on that, I don't think you should have Poor politics. Brandon period. Brown. And, like, yeah, just that, too. Like, I, yeah. I just, I think that's where the line needs to be drawn as political I, figures. I but also, it's like, yeah. I'll Go throw a bar stool in there. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, fuck Barstool. I you know, they don't need to be at the race. Low like, key, they like, have, like I don't know. Uh, whatever, that's a whole. I'm other. I'm more impartial to Barstool because that is still a large audience. I yeah, like, I understand personally, the, I'm against. I understand it, the yeah. point of view because um, I can't think of his name at the moment. But there's Dave, a guy who works Dave. there. No, not Dave oh. Portnoy. Oh, there's another guy there who is a huge IndyCar fan, and he's been going to all the IndyCar fans. His name's Joey. I can't think of his last name, but uh, he's been going and he's done these videos with them. And like, that's probably helped a lot of people that's from Brindy Car too. So I don't know. I think it's more, it's just good. It's good publicity because it's still publicity. Any publicity is publicity, right? So I don't understand why you'd want to gatekeep, especially if you're IndyCar, uh, you right. know, in uh, David Land's position here, why would you want to say they shouldn't God. come here when you need any viewership at all? Yeah. So, He's, yeah, I it has to be. I don't. Oh, no, anyway, no. I think Megan the Stallion being there's huge. Yeah, like, I mean, how many people, how go, many people have seen that? that have like at least like one? right thirteen two million likes on her yeah, Instagram. Right, someone estimated that like probably thirteen million people saw her like, like Instagram post right. like without and, engaging with it and you know like, sponsorship is huge in motorsports she had red bull all over behind her she was a guest of red okay, bull i believe right. i thought red bull loved it right yeah. right so i mean i don't know i, I just also, think it's a really goofy question yeah like i also think it's a lot like you know separating myself i would think that the event that like megan the stallion's at is probably a lot cooler than like the event that like kevin james is at or whatever yeah um yeah so i don't know but that just yeah the types of celebrities right the the sports draw are also very interesting because nascar nascar is not pulling megan the stallion i feel like that's just not gonna happen no nascar will have a some other country guy i've never heard of which is fine but not like every week (laughs) yeah right i also think it's going to be interesting as we get multiple united states f1 races like, right. how does this shift? Because you're probably not going to have, like, Meg and Shaq and Chris Bosch and Ben Solo, like, the same place. not going to be at the same thing, right? right. So, yeah. And that's time, a... Time will tell. 
And that's the thing about having like so many, because I really, in a perfect world, I would want only really two United States Grand Prix. And I think Coda right. and Indy cover it. I don't think Miami needs to necessarily mm-hmm. exist, but it is what it is. Um, now, that's a good point you bring up. But, yeah. Because, yeah, who the hell is going to show up at Miami? Um, probably won't be Pitbull, though, because he's a NASCAR owner, right? Is that like, I, I don't know if he would like. I don't know. I don't know, you know? like I was just mm, about to say Pitbull, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, Maybe like, not. I don't know. Who knows? Um, anything else on that topic? Really, that's been a heated uh, discussion, I will say again. I'm yeah, sure. Twitter today, they're talking about the ratings from, like, like Xfinity and Cup and F1, because Xfinity and F1 were both on, like, um, network, network TV. Right, right. And... F1 got beat by Xfinity, and now everyone on Twitter is trying to to decode it. Personally, with ratings, I'm over it. Jackson, what do you got to say? Um, Well, Xfinity beat F1, okay. Yeah. So, but Xfinity was, (laughs) F1 was also against the NFL. True. And NASCAR, to be fair. What was the, what was the, what was the, because the the rating number is different than viewers. Say what what you're going to say while I look at this. Um, well, also, I, I think F1 being on while the cup race is on hurt it. I don't know by how much, but like, I mean, you know, it's I think definitely a thing. The biggest thing to take away from the ratings is that F1 gained 340,000 people from the last U.S. Grand Prix to watch yeah. it. And just like the attendance, I think they doubled the in-person attendance too. And it yeah. outrated Cup in the 18 to 49 demo. And that's probably the yeah. key demographic for the future. Right. That is the key demographic for the future. Yeah. But I was talking to Alex about this all earlier. Ratings to me, I just never care about them. I just don't. And yeah. it might also be because like technically, technically, I don't know if they count streaming numbers because I, I know they used to not to. I don't know if they still count them. I think they're or... still converting to that, adding them in. Yeah, well, because if they don't count them, then I'm a technically a 55-year-old that didn't watch any of the races because my mom <laughs> is on the account. She, yeah, right. She's 55, over 55. So I'm technically a 55-year-old that did not even watch any of the races last weekend. So it's just like mm-hmm. stuff like that makes me be like, this like mm-hmm. this means nothing. Like it's well, a, it's, it's an idea, well, and all stats have you know. Isn't it about um? Nah, nah, I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Um, we have one more thing for t- yeah. for the tea. One more uh, tea I think to spill here. One more oh, yeah? thing on this last topic. Okay. I think people just take it too seriously. Okay, right. It's not that I, deep, it, bro. Yeah. It does mean something that F1 is growing, but like, I don't know. I wouldn't. I, that's the I, only thing to take from it. Really? Don't, you can't compare it to NASCAR because NASCAR's dropped like a rock in right. the rain. So it's like, and why I, are you using this to say NASCAR's doing better? Yeah, like, that's like I just, I'm over also, it. Like, yeah. Like, I think just like also like maybe this is a bigger thing, but also just like the direct comparison of them in general. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like this is kind of like comparing like the Premier League to like American soccer, you know? Yeah. Right. Like, right. they're just in different tiers. Like, they're just different they things. They're different like... things. Right. Right. Uh, one more thing for the T uh, NASCAR has a mock schedule for 2031. Uh, this is from Adam Stern. Uh, they And NASCAR says they are likely to cut more poor performing, in quotes, tracks in the coming years in favor of street courses. Is what they mentioned at least. So there could be I, other things. And Jackson, you are here. I, I'm coming you are to a big live. proponent. 
from just a block course. and a half west of the Chicago Street Course where I'm at right now. I yes. want to. So I like, will. I will run myself over there. And... I want to like correct your wording. Mm-hmm. I want to correct your wording a little bit, um, mm-hmm. because it's like, and it, well, some people pointed this out on Twitter because it's like, some people saw it as like, oh wait, we're just getting a bunch of street courses, and I think no, it is street courses is something they may add. It's something yeah. they will add. It's not just street. Courses. I just wanted to clarify that so people don't oh, that are sure. hearing about this for the first time. They're not like. We're yeah. just they're trying like, to add a bunch of street courses. That's just like and, an example of something they will add. Right. But and yeah, I think let's talk about Chicago street course first, right? Yeah, that, I that's, love it. We have Jackson here. Um, I think that's probably number one on the list that comes to mind for everyone. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about it, Jackson? You ready I for think, it? I mean, I am so in for it. I will. I will apply for any kind of job position i could oh get with that event <laughs> um i will be here i will support it to for infinity. sure um, i i would love to see this mock schedule they have for 2030 yeah. that's what i said i would like I to see would it. love we'll to see, see a little it. bit i would bet money chicago street course is on there yeah i would bet. and they probably have an nfl stadium on there oh probably They've mm-hmm. got they've got a, at least a race in Mexico and Canada. Hopefully more short track. And yeah, they also mentioned like or did yeah. somebody? I don't think they Adam Stern say. mentioned uh, they did. Oh right, okay. So I they want to get was, more. It was part of that same deal from Stern and Steve Phelps and yeah, yeah. I so this part about they are likely to cut more performing tracks in coming years. I think that's alluding to Texas. Yeah, considering yeah. the timing. And you know, we've already we've already lost one Pocono race. We've lost one Dover race. I'm worried we've about Pocono. lost part of a Bristol race, basically. And that's I was gonna say that too. Bristol, I think they want to keep two races at Bristol. And we've talked about this, Zach, is that they made the one a dirt race so they because can make technically that it was yeah. a poor performing race, the spring Bristol it, race. Technically, it was. Yeah. Even though the track is literally the best on the schedule, it was a yep. poor performing race. So what the fuck, y'all? Do I have I, to start driving to Bristol to watch the spring race, like well, just so they keep it on Zach the fucking saves calendar? Bristol. I'm going to single-handedly <laughs> save Bristol. Get a sugar daddy. I'm going to buy all the tickets. Mm. God, what um, do I got to do just to get a spring Bristol race? So I, what other tracks do you think might be cut here? Because we have the Chicago Street Course probably coming in. I would imagine. Yeah, maybe they're talking about other about, cities too. I'm worried about Pocono. Because yeah. I don't know. I mean, how the fuck? I mean, stock cars aren't really made for flat super speedways. That's an indie mm-hmm. car thing. I think Pocono always had some good racing, though. Charming racing strategy was always mm-hmm. a factor. Fuel mileage. Um, yeah. You don't get that anymore with this kind of NASCAR. With not only the aero package, the engine package, but stages. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just I, Pocono's I not think... really a breeding ground for good NASCAR racing anymore. Right. And they I just think, lost that date. There's no IndyCar anymore. I'm worried about the track. I think what uh, happens at the LA Coliseum is really going to make yes. things a lot easier for them to make decisions in the future. Because like Jackson said, I think there's definitely going to be a race at an NFL stadium at some point. Yeah. yeah. Whether it stays at the LA Coliseum or they try somewhere else, they're going to try doing something yearly. Because you right. can't have these giant venues anymore and only run one or two races a year there now. And like, I don't, I'm just trying to now I'm like thinking now I'm thinking out loud, but I'm just thinking about like so obviously NASCAR built all these tracks at the turn of the century, right? 
Mm-hmm. But like I like what is the newest? I mean, I guess they're redoing like Fontana and stuff. But like, I mean, is that their only like recent like and it's not even like a fresh build? Probably Iowa race cup schedule. Kansas is like the newest cup track. I well, that might be cap. I don't know if well Coda, Kansas, but it's not really yeah. But I like, guess Coda, but that wasn't made for NASCAR. That's right. not an oval. Like in terms of like the ovals that are to obviously build an risk. oval, we have enough of those. So like yeah, the ovals. I think they're. Risk. I've said this before. I think they're gonna make Texas a short track, or maybe another Daytona Talladega. Like yeah. they're kind of doing with Atlanta. Because I can't. See, oh, so. I can see that a super speedway. Oh no, they will. Because I bet Atlanta. Everything's bigger will, in Texas. They will SMI. like what they see at Atlanta. They will like what they see at Atlanta. Yeah. And then they're probably um, going to kill somebody in IndyCar if they do that. So that's great. Well, IndyCar ske- not schedule contract ends, but then next year. So hopefully, Thank God, uh, get the fuck get out. out and never come back. Go to an I actual mile could, and a half. I think we could put the Kansas Roval on the 2031 schedule. No. Dude, people are <laughs> simping over the Kansas Roval in the middle really? of the race someday. Really? You, really? I know I'm dead ass serious. If you look up it up on Twitter, people. Where are these people at? Let me look it oh up. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally, oh, they Jesus. put a penis in the infield, and that's the track design. <laughs> Dalen, Dalen Barr, the photographer dude, he yes, said, mm-hmm. we want Kansas Roval. Yes, we do. Yes, and he got like 23 comments. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Kansas Roval, baby. That's it's literally a penis. It has, a, it they, has balls. They... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Welcome to the Gay Racing Podcast. God. <laughs> if oh, they... Man. And I don't know. I think it's fun. I, I like running it on the high thing. Why? Why don't you just go boop, 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 boop. It literally is a roval, though, because it's like actually, like, you're actually on the oval for a good bit. Right. Yeah. Like, you're um, oval racing for half the lap. You could throw a, you could throw a little twisty bit on the back stretch. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't with oh, y'all. Um, and Emza used anything to else? There. Any other predictions of what could be on here? Um, I want to make a tier list for like some people said Richmond, and I was like, "Girl, shut the I fuck could, up." I could see Richmond losing a date. Oh yeah, losing a date, not like yeah. I don't I'm think thinking... they'll lose a whole track just one date though. Yeah, yeah, maybe we're getting too catastrophic and thinking these tracks will not be on the schedule sure. anymore. Um, like Texas is already relegated to the All Star race, so I think yeah, that, I think the All Star race might go away at some point, and they would just. I drop think it'll. Texas race. Yeah, it'll either go away or like the clash at a coliseum will convert into an all-star race kind of idea mm-hmm. like they might just honestly combine both races and then maybe right. well and you also have the nashville fairgrounds i bet that's yeah. on this mock schedule it and has to be hopefully ben more kennedy yeah they they asked ben kennedy about north wilkesboro right when they talk about this he's like well we'd love to we'll keep working with us and right. like yeah. been saying for years a non-answer so yeah, so I would love it back personally, just because it's another short track. But like, I just the, don't think it's well, in a good area for yeah. it to be successful. Just blow That's up Texas thing. and build it there. Like, right? Yeah, because I I don't, know. I don't need it back. Like, we already have like. It's 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 that's already NASCAR's area. They don't need like more races in the Carolinas, in my opinion. And right, people when people complained about the clash going to the West Coast, I was just like. I get it, but at the same time, this is the premier American motorsport. Mm-hmm. And I think even going to Mexico and Canada for like one race each would be great. Like Montreal right. and 
Mexico City. Like mm-hmm. those are fine tracks for NASCAR, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And I think I also think NASCAR seeing the Coda race in F1, and we talk about F1 in a bit here. Um, I just thought it was so cool when I was thinking about wow, NASCAR raced at this track mm-hmm. earlier this year. Um, I just think it's I don't know. I like it when NASCAR goes to F1 tracks. It's cool. Right. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll have to make a tier list for tracks that I think are going to get cut. Um, mm, that'd be fun. Because yeah, Richmond. I don't know. Richmond. Listen, she. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. A lot of these tracks. Well, and I also made that tweet um, before we put the cap back on this topic. I. It's like, how do you blame Pocono for the racing quality? Because I feel right. like it's not the track's fault. Texas. That's the track's fault, low key. It's not all their fault. Yeah. But they fucked up the surface. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Um, IndyCar and NASCAR. So, right. I just wanted to say that. So, Sunday, um, the United States Grand Prix was going on, and it was such a big event. We already talked about, like, just the atmosphere of it was incredible. Celebrities everywhere. Um, F1's growing in the U.S. I personally was so excited. I posted on, like, my Snapchat. I was like, everyone, the U.S. Grand Prix is happening today. It's a big deal. Formula One. <laughs> like, I know no one cares, but I just I just wanted to tell people I was so excited for it. Right. Um, lap one, turn one, you know, the start of F1 races, that's where the money happens. And, oh, my God, Lewis Hamilton had – I was yelling. I was yelling when he took the lead officer in one because he started second he got a better start than max he fought off two red bulls going into the s's and i just thought oh that was such good racing i'm glad it didn't end in a wreck because that would have just been drama i mean it would have been bad drama because they've already wrecked enough like i just wanted i think everyone wanted to see them like have a straight up race max versus lewis we got that max came out on top um no homo with 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 the undercut um yeah and there was like coda there was good racing throughout the whole pack and there was a lot of like drama with like alonzo like he like twice he like went off the track to pass or something yeah yeah it was like fernando Fernando do that the week the last race too he like pushed someone off the track to pass him i think several Yeah, yeah. that's several instances. You're right. Alonzo's had a lot of drama lately, actually. (laughs) Now that you mentioned that, um, Mm -hmm. and definitely Sunday, Alpine, Alpine was talking with the FIA, like um, the race director, Michael Massey, Mm -hmm. and they had a lot. He, they were being so sarcastic. They were being like, "So it is allowed to pass off the track because the Alfa Romeo did it to Fernando first. And then I think Fernando accidentally did it to the Alfa, Alfa Romeo, but they were two completely different situations. Um, right. Yeah, it was Alonso versus the Alphas that day. It was it was it was good racing. It was good mm-hmm. racing. TV did a great job showing the mid pack battles too. Um, I remember at the end, actually, I was kind of getting frustrated because they weren't really showing Max and Lewis. Even yeah, though they I kept didn't going meet. back to Botas and Signs, like, I was like, no, go back. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't need to see Max just tick off laps. Um, oh, and they showed sure. it in the little corner. But I and it just it just showed off again. F1 had a great display for mm-hmm. you know the American audience. It was great not having to wake up early for it, by the way. Oh, for sure. 
Oh the my next God. two races are like that too. I'm really Thank excited. God. Like I just, it's so nice. Like it's just, it feels like that's how I'm supposed to watch Formula One. Like most normal people, like right. not normal people, European people, because it's like more <laughs> close to home for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they put on a good display, like a clean race. It was still like thrilling to the end. You didn't know who was going to win. The last few laps were tense. Um, good action. Like Coda is a really good track for F1. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think people realize how good of a track it is. And that's why, it's like, really it's, I mean, there's so many, it's such a different track in like every part of it. There's so many different, like there's S's and then there's that back straightaway, tight turns. I it's a well-designed track. I think people talk mm-hmm. shit about some of the newer F1 tracks that are designed like Abu Dhabi, but Coda is not one of those shitty tracks. I think it's really good. Um, I, I love Coda. And like you mentioned, the, the, the initial start, there was so much, it was so intense. And the yeah. hype for that first corner was just through the roof. And I thought they were going to wreck. Max drew Lewis all the way down. Yeah. And they both did a really good job, God. honestly, to not wreck. Um, I think that actually shows respect between one another, believe it or not, even after all this whole season. Um, they could have yeah. easily just taken each other out, but they didn't. Because the commentator said, uh, David Croft literally said that he that Max told him that he was just going to look straight on the start. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, Max didn't get a good start. So yeah. he's running Lewis down. He's running him down. And that could have gotten ugly. And then Perez yeah. was right there, three wide off turn one. Man. Oh my God! Formula One knows how to put on a race. They do. I know. I I feel like we're still going to have a collision between Lewis and Max before the season's over. Another one. I I don't think the drama is over. Um, but you know, Max because this win does extend his point lead over Lewis. Yep. Um, is Max the favorite? Which now? Do we think? I mean, the momentum is definitely in his direction. Right. Um, I do think it's interesting in Formula One because the way the point system is set up um their their gimmicks um the way that like the margin changes because it doesn't change the way it's like first to second is like uh 27 points yeah it's like an exponential scale that's why i I think that's what it's like called yeah so if they finish like seventh and ninth that's a lot different than finishing first and third and that changes the margin so like that's why it's like the like i saw a thing on reddit like to have them end in a tie like right now they're on that path and like it's really strange like because they finished first and second also you have a sprint race in here so the, the right. margin is really strange and how yeah. it like twists it just twists around because it's not it's not just an even flip-flop like that's what my nascar brain is telling me and even my indycar brain is kind of like doing that same thing because at least everybody gets points so if you're near each other you know it's a certain whatever right. but the f1 that's such like a jagged like yeah it's almost like nfl points the way it's like well if you're up by four that means you have to get a touchdown or whatever so. hmm. yeah it's like um it's basically like the linear point scale that nascar uses favors more of i'll use this example denny hamlin it favors a denny hamlin for right. the season that he's having this year whereas the exponential scare like f1 uses and nascar used to use not to that degree, but something like it um, before 2011, where the mm-hmm. margins were bigger, uh, higher up yeah. in the field. Um, that benefits more of a Kyle Larson that wins a lot of races. Um, and But even then, it's like you still get seasons like 2003, where Matt Kenseth wins the championship. Um, 
Yeah. I thought I just I like it. I think me and Alex were talking about it during the race on um Sunday, and I I think I don't know which one I prefer because technically linear is more fair because it's like just taking like your average finish basically. Um, it kind of like directly correlates, but yeah. at the same time, I feel like battling for first there should be more weight yeah. for it, and it's it's also giving you a reason like even like you to get more position. settle for third, you need to get second. Yeah, there's like a yeah, like, there's a reason. It's not just a one pushing. point difference. It's it's uh, you know it's more. So every each position, spot, every position first, that gives points is uh, important still. Even yeah. more important as you get higher. Yeah, it's easy for Lewis in a in a linear scale to be like, I mean, I'm 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 mitigating I the could, damage. You know, right. I'm finishing second. But no, like that's that's eight seven points. points. Yeah, yeah, seven points. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, he, he lost five points that. just a few races ago by pitting. Right. But we don't know what would happen if you didn't. But I mean, yeah, every point matters this season. Also, yeah. like using the teammates, like the team car wouldn't be as valuable because right. you're not blocking as many points. You're not blocking as much of a, as well as the know. fastest lap, too. Right. Mm-hmm. The way that all, yeah, yeah. Both, the, yeah. I don't, I don't care I, for the fastest lap gimmick. Still, I'd rather that just go to like the pole. But... I think it's cute. I, I yeah, it's cute. I, but yeah. <laughs> I like it's it because you get the little graphic. I, like I like the I graphic like, that comes. It's a nice up. little I like it. purple thing. Yeah. Yes. I just don't like it when it like people when they start pitting for it, even though right. it doesn't necessarily affect the race. Sometimes, well, to be fair, it kind of did in like that one Silverstone race last year, but I don't mm. know. I I just don't. I just think it's kind of stupid. It's just. Um. So of the three of us, if we had to make a prediction, who's going to win the title? Verstappen or Hamilton? Probably Because right now, I'm leaning toward Verstappen, too. Yeah, I I mean, I thought Joseph was going to win the title because I wanted him to win. I was like, Joseph? Yeah. No. I've fallen down that Eric on the roll of pipeline a few times already. And, like, Kyle Larson, there's still no fucking way he wins the championship. Absolutely (laughs) no fucking way he wins Phoenix. There's no way. Next week, but I I still think it's Larson for NASCAR. Nope. It's going to be a Joe Gibbs car. I mark my I, fucking words. I, I could see it. It's um, going to be a JGR car. There's no way Jack- it won't be. Jackson, who do you think is going to win that one title? I, um, Hank Max. The, the momentum yeah. is just that direction. And it's we're getting um, too late in the season. It's, right. It's too late in the season to change that. And Red Bull's been fast like all year. And unless they have a, unless they have a bonk somewhere. Nick could. Lewis a 25 point swing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I Tell think right what, now though, Brazil mm-hmm. could get interesting with the sprint race in terms of right. This those three points. The sprint race calls the Silverstone crash, in my opinion, because Lewis knew that he had to get by Max on lap one. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. Uh, that's part of the mm, yeah, it's, I don't like sprint races. Yeah, I don't care for them either. Same, I haven't watched just one, but necessary. I don't like the idea of them. Yeah, they're no. not necessary. And it's like, it ruins the race because everyone's already sorted out. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. And then you just get stuff where Lewis just crashes into Max because right. he has to, which I mean, may, some people might see that as a plus, but I. I don't know. We didn't get a race between them then. And, uh. Right. So if, do we think there's going to be another collision? I think I said earlier, I do think there will be. I do. Yo, y'all. No. no? So 
They've what collided at Britain and Monza. Both uh-huh. of them had sprint races. I'm just saying. Ooh. Brazil, watch out. Interesting. And okay. it's like was... it just seems like a good amount of time since the last drama. Right. At My, Brazil. I know. I'm. I don't know. I feel. I think they're even right now. Mm-hmm. You know. And I yeah. mean, we'll even define even because Lewis was well, able to finish Max the race. Don't ask Kevin more. Harvick. Max but... did call him an idiot. Lewis an idiot during the one of the practice sessions this weekend so I mean yeah he, I think they yeah, respect was, each other now but there's still like tension I mean they're in the moment I think I mean yeah yeah I don't know I don't think they're gonna wreck well I don't know I don't know I don't know anything. You, yeah like it's it, I it's a lot of, I was surprised because honestly though they got close to turn one. Oh, they did this weekend I, I mean, thought they were going yeah. to wreck and if Lewis got to max oh here, it would have been so spicy. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. I feel let like... Let me say this. Let, <laughs> let me say this. All right. Um, the, Lewis is kind of... Not to, not to stir things up. Talk your shit, Jackson. Talk your shit. I feel like Max doesn't have to wreck Lewis. Lewis has to wreck Max. Right? Yeah. He is behind... I mean, so he's literally mathematically Lewis, behind yeah. him. Yeah. Lewis is in like oh no free fall mode so he's gonna have to be more aggressive in theory yeah he's in disadvantage max Max can be comfortable i mean not comfortable but max is in a better overall position beyond just the points lead just the way things are going right Right. and look at the start of this the points reflect how things are going in my opinion look at the start of coda lewis was very aggressive on the start that easily could have been able to be like whoa i just need to finish this thing yeah so i totally could see that happening for sure. Yeah. Like Not if it was Lewis is gonna dump him, but just the level of the same thing, like you know, on it Sunday, wouldn't be anything Harvick didn't wreck Chase, but Harvick didn't exactly let Chase by. I, I think I see it as Lewis is taking risks because he knows right. he has mm-hmm. to beat Verstappen at and this point. Even yeah. on a strategy level, like they got they could they could have won on Sunday, but Red Bull was just like, actually, we are going to pit now and beat you. Yeah. Right. That undercut was like really good. Yeah, and it almost worked out for them. They, I mean, they were catching Max. They yeah. they ran down a really big gap. But mm-hmm. so it's just the strategy aggression on it, track it stalled aggression. out at the end there for Lewis. Yeah, yeah, the tire could not overcome the dirty air, which was um they thought it would, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis really needed close. his tires to die a bit before uh, yeah. he could get any closer. Two more laps, <laughs> I don't know. I think it could have right. been something different. That's what I said. I said lap 60, Lewis wins. Though. And Max yeah. got uh, DRS from Mick Schumacher, too. I think that yeah, probably right. made a Which big difference, that's... too. Yep. Yeah, no, cool. but again, well, we just had a really good discussion about the F1 race. I think I just I just appreciate the racing we get in F1. Definitely. Um, and, I, you know, NASCAR... was a really good time to get back into it. I think NASCAR is going to have a good race at Martinsville that the playoffs are going to kind of, you know, it's going to be hard to focus on the race, but yeah, um, we'll see though. I um, think maybe that's part of the at track difference is like, not to flip back to NASCAR, but now that you bring that up, is that like yeah. we focus when you're at the track, you focus on the race, right? Like NBC is not telling you to focus on the playoffs. I don't know. I hadn't thought about yeah. that direct yeah. before, but yeah, that's true. And to be fair, I don't really enjoy the playoff like drama until the cutoff race anymore. Cause I just when re- I yeah. When I feel like it means off. nothing. I feel like when, it means nothing because they could just win next weekend. It doesn't matter. Or it's just right. like it's only focusing on the drivers that make mistakes. It's just like really uh, Martinsville can just change everything. 
the one year or two that Kansas was the cutoff race for the round of 12, I think, it was yeah. uh, really exciting at track. It really was. Like, I made a little board and it was just like, oh my gosh. I made, I, I made a like worksheet thing that I put in like my, like, you know, the credential ticket holder thing. Oh, that's so cool. And so I could math out like all the <gasps> scenarios. Oh, that's that's so fun. I want to so do that. So I did like, I did like their clinch scenarios and like entering the day of the points. And so like throughout the day, I could like sit there and like okay, in my Bob. head, like play out scenarios. And add the stage points. Yeah. yeah. That's so cute. I love that. We have Bob Pockress on here, man. I yeah. know. Jackson's our Bob Pockers. I've said it before. He's our stat man. Um, so we're heading to Martinsville, as we talked about. We have a championship of our own heating up here at the Gay Racing Podcast. Oh, yeah. Which is three points if your guy straight up wins. That's correct. I yes. have closed in a lot in these last few races here. I'm yeah. only five points behind Zach now. There was a point where I was like 12 behind, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So I need basically, to stop up. I would probably need to win the last two. We might have a little gimmick uh, at Phoenix. We've been talking about it. Oh, we'll do we see. want to talk about it now? Because I feel like we've kind of decided on it. Because yeah, it's sure. just sure. it's because with Phoenix too, it's hard to pick the winner because it's almost guaranteed to be a championship four right. driver. Mm-hmm. And it's just like at that point, we also liked making championship four predictions last year so what we're probably going to do um i think we're both going to pick like um the, the race winner and the which yeah it can be w- probably one of the four mm-hmm. but if but if we pick the same guy we have to pick someone else like mm-hmm. how we normally do it yep. um but then also pick the order of the championship four that we think they'll finish ah. in we yes. get one point for each correct one and if we get all four right maybe we'll get five points instead of four points. And that kind of plays into NASCAR, the last race having a lot of weight, but it's still a double point. It's like a little double point almost. Basically, because you can gain like eight points if you do good. But most likely though, it's it's easy to get points in the final four prediction because it's like, it's unlikely that. Like we could also end up picking the same four that in that right. order so and yeah. i think for us our race picks have been so fun to follow the races more let's make phoenix really intense yeah especially so, if i close in more after martinsville after this so i don't know how all the math works out for like phoenix but i think mm-hmm. alex especially like if assuming if he just beats me at martinsville he'll be four points behind um i mean if he basically picks the champion correct that's at least like what at least four points he gets right, right. there. Yeah, and you get a win this week, Alex. I know. Yeah. Uh, so first, before we make our picks, let's have some fun with Steve, shall we? Rain of Fantasy Racing, who we think we're gonna get. Uh 38, Anthony Alfredo. <laughs> Steve so... is not doing good. <laughs> I like low okay. key, I yeah. feel like the bot was fun at Daytona, and now it's just like yeah. It's, he's clowning around. He's just fucking. I with think us. it's funny though, because if we wreck out, then, yeah, you know, Alfredo could finish like twenty fifth. He could. It's fun. Be, yeah. So Zach, I was talking to Jackson during a break. Um, mm-hmm. Should Jackson make a pick and take another driver away from us? Um. Well, this is NASCAR, and we love gimmicks. So yeah, <laughs> yeah go ahead, Jackson. Change, changing the rules mid season. Also, if you're okay with that, Alex, I'm down. I'm I'm okay with it. 
So Jackson, okay. ooh, that's actually fun. All right, take yeah. a pick away from us. Let's All see right. what you got. I'm Jackson. going to be taking away Joey Logano from you guys. Okay. Okay. So okay. I wasn't going to pick him. Is he's going to go for the win? Also, his last 750 races, um, 11th or yeah, 11th, fifth, eighth, fourth, tenth, uh, fifth, third, sixth. So yeah. Hmm. He's due, and he's got to win, and he will. It's just short track racing. All right, so I have my pick. I have a couple picks lined up if we pick the same one. Um, I think I have mine. Um, okay. I'm a little. I you know me. I'm a little indecisive as always, mm-hmm. but I think, I think I got mine. Yeah, I'm ready for it. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Martin Hamlin. Okay. Uh, Damn, Denny Hamlin coming through for you. He, he won. He got you that point last week. He did. And Listen, you know what? He probably would have been my second pick. I I think Hamlin's um, going to get the win, and he's going to run into a whole bunch of momentum. It's going to be a Larson versus Hamlin showdown at Phoenix. They're both going to have momentum. And Hamlin's going to win the championship, probably. I wouldn't be mad because – He's doing right there. I wouldn't necessarily be mad either. That's like best case scenario for if Larson loses. Um, Well, low key though, I want Hamlin almost more because I feel like Larson will just get it another year. Hamlin, he's getting old. Yeah. Um, But so Martin Truex, I'm going to be real with you. Mm -hmm. This man is good as fuck at Martinsville. Yeah. I I am so confident in him this weekend. And honestly, I just feel like he hasn't been that good in the playoffs since some um, Cole Pern left and mm-hmm. stuff. I just feel like that team has not had the same hurrah it has, even though it seemed like this year when they won at Phoenix, they won a lot early in the season. They still have three wins this year. Which is crazy. That doesn't but sound I right. believe it's been – no, he won Richmond. But, yeah. Um, but besides mm-hmm. Richmond, like he just hasn't done much. And it's hard to pick him, but I have faith in him. But you playing Denny Hamlin though, that is mm-hmm. that's the perfect counter because he's so consistent. He's yep. so consistent. Like if Martin Truex Jr. does not have a good day, yeah, it's gonna be Hamlin probably. I Truex is a good pick. I just don't think he has it right now. I, I just want him to get a win. I, I want to win. Mm-hmm. Which I, I shouldn't pick, be like that. If I had to pick between your picks, I'm picking Truex. I mean, I, he won Richmond think, this year, which I just feel like the Virginia short track momentum is there for him right now. He's so good <laughs> at these tracks. He has like three wins at each track. I think right. Truex won at this and, track too earlier this year. Martinsville. Yeah, he did. He's right. he's got a three-year win streak at Martinsville right now. And I mean, Denny just needs a top fifteen, really. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Denny's always up toward the front of Martinsville. This is probably right. one of his best tracks too. Um, my second pick probably would have been Chase Elliott, but I think Kevin. Kevin Harvick's probably going to mess with them. I would not fucking pick Chase Elliott this weekend. No, That's I couldn't. Risky. There's yeah, a 10% I, chance Harvick's going to wreck his shit. I think Harvick will do something to Chase this weekend. I don't know. Or if at least make wreck. it hard on him. Yeah. Like, I, that's why I didn't pick Chase Elliott. So. You have to pass every car at Martinsville. Like, yeah. every car. Because you will undoubtedly either battle them for position or lap them. Yeah. In Kevin Harvick's case, he might be getting. No, Kevin Harvick's been pretty good this. Yeah. I think he'll actually be running up there. Um, yeah. My dark horse, by the way, if you would have taken Hamlin, I was probably going to pick Brad Keselowski. <laughs> so, you know what? Again, I can see him and, making it. To which the is final funny because I we had him out round one, right? <laughs> I think 
he might sneak his way in there and win the whole damn championship. I he could. I still like, low key think Kyle he was good. He had like, the best car at Phoenix last year in yeah. the fall race. So yeah. I don't know. You never know, man. And you know what, Jackson? I see your point. This shit is kind of entertaining. I've said yeah. before on this see, podcast. See, once you like move past it, you're like, this because is a good time. I well, <laughs> and that's the thing though. I love the cutoff races. I just yeah. I just kind of hate how like the playoffs I feel like have narrowed down all the drama of the season to four races. Make every because, race a cutoff yeah. race. I honestly, I just don't feel anything with the first and second race of a round. I just I mean, don't. Yeah. Right, and that's just like, yeah. That's just how it is, but right. it just takes, yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm, and I'm excited for Martinsville this weekend. It'll be great. Me too. I um, love Martinsville. It'll be a good race. The playoff drama will undoubtedly be spicy and we'll be back here um, next week. Uh, me and Alex, um, at least, to talk about it. <laughs> I want to say one thing. Joey Logano is kind of in desperation mode. He's not looking good in points. Right. I could see Logano, Jackson's pick, doing something he got, very he desperate. Got, he just, he's just in a really win. goofy mood. Yep. Yeah. It's short track racing. Maybe he'll wreck yep. someone. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. What <laughs> does the playoff cutoff look like? I don't even. Blaney I think it's really close. One, Kyle Busch is in by one. It's Kyle Busch and Blaney. Yeah, by one point. And then I think Truex is like six out, I think. Right, because um, he was going to be three. more, but yeah, Kislowski. So Logano's the only one that's like in desperation mode. But honestly, though, if right. he dominates stage one and two, that could all that change. The stage point could wrap yep. up. Yep. You know, you never know. Um, yep. Chase and Denny looks at yeah. It's going to be kind of. It's basically everyone for that last spot because Hamlin and Chase they just need to have a clean a clean race. And I'm worried for Chase. Like yes. I said, I. I will be surprised if Harvick doesn't do something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get tight. Yeah, um, would be cool if Kyle Larson won because the last I driver. I don't think that's happening. Not this because he sucks at Martinsville, but yeah. also the last driver to win four in a row. They did it in the same like Jimmy Johnson did it from I believe what was it. It was from like Martinsville to like the penultimate race, and mm-hmm. Kyle Larson is doing it from the same like basically the four races before the final race. Right. So it'd be cool. Hmm. But yeah, um, yeah. Oh, well, I think that's really all we got today. Um, yeah, very fun. Lots of good conversations in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we still didn't get that question that we're going to start asking guests figured out, but there was one that I do want to ask Jackson because it's a little, it's fun. So Jackson, Jackson yeah. Todd, what is your celebrity crush? <laughs> that, the way he just covered his mouth. Oh my God. One. Oh God. This is what put me on the spot. Cause I said <laughs> either like Sean Mendes or like Tom Holland, maybe. But I said uh, Andrew Garfield. I got a Spider-Man over I was, here. I was thinking about this the other day. You were oh you were thinking about it. Okay. I well I was I was. I was. Oh, you thinking I about men? Uh huh. No, I no no. Um, no. I was thinking about um okay because because we talked about this in a class at some point about like you know who you're supposed to like have a crush on and like yeah. how does that get built up through culture and anyway 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 all that said um God you really put me on the spot. What, Al, wait, Alex, what was your answer? Andrew Garfield. Uh, hmm. You can have the same answer if that's what you would want. No, no. Well, I'm thinking like 
and the obvious answer is like Harry Styles, right? Okay, I can see but that. But then I'm also like, but then I'm also like, I don't, I don't. What's wrong with Harry? I. But then I feel like parts of it is I just don't. I don't get it because I feel like Lizzo is a much like cooler person and much oh. more like fun. Mm. But like, yeah. I guess I don't know. Also, just like a like a Zendaya or something is just like uh-huh. a cool person. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. So I don't know because I have like um who the <laughs> hell who was I watching last night? There was some celebrity that like really made me impressed or something. I'll say it, yeah. uh, Real Radman on Twitter and uh, YouTube. Girl, is Alex, jail, jail, <laughs> jail. Get out. Jesus. Get out. That's no. We're... What? Bro. <laughs> I can't. You agree with me. Oh, I know. That's what? <laughs> I ain't going to jail. Oh, not alone. No. Oh, my God. No. I can't. What I is, can't. Oh, not as thirsting over. Na- There's actually multiple NASCAR YouTubers. That- oh, dear. Multiple. Been- Cut the cameras. Cut the cameras. There's two that I find attractive. Oh He's one of them. Well, I think. Well, I know who the other one is actually. I think. You know, like, yeah, I think so. I've said yeah, it before. I, you've told yeah. me plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. Uh, that's, that I hopefully, hopefully that's it. And anyway. I don't hate NASCAR YouTubers. That's not you know like oh I hate NASCAR oh, YouTubers, but because some people fucking hate them. Um. <sighs> anyways. <laughs> Catch me and Alex in jail. Um, <laughs> oh, God. All right. Thank you, Jackson, so much for joining us today. It's, yeah, it is great. Most of the time, it's a pleasure. <laughs> oh, not today. today. <laughs> we didn't fight today. We didn't no, fight we, today. I, we stayed. We were, we were great. We were, we were great no, today. We, we, we behaved. Talks. Always, always good talks here on the... Uh-huh. Um, the me and Alex didn't podcast. bully your driver. It was great. No. Well, he's been bullied by life enough. He's we been bullied by his own team at this rate. <laughs> yeah, we don't need any... Shit boxes. Yeah, I'll be curious in like, you know, five years when maybe they can spill some tea about it because there was this whole thing with like wheel wells. I can't remember right. where I read about and all that. And so I, I don't know, I'll be interested. Yeah, maybe we can move on to next that. gen. People will talk about stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, we talked about that earlier this year with the Stuart Haas like arrow changes. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, it's great having you on like twice a year after the Kansas. What are, they, what are we going to do if they take away a Kansas race one day? What are we going to do? Well, they'll have a street course. But oh, after oh, the street course, duh. Yeah, put that so wait, that means right potentially down. we'll have you on three times a year. There we go. There, there we go. go. There we go. <laughs> That's it. That's Dale. taking over. I'm taking he just over. Jackson just flipped that. Flipped yeah, out the other way. Boom. All right, Jackson. You take care. Good luck with school. Appreciate yes, you having you, you on. So much. Have a, yep. have a good day, everybody. Um, and you have your own Sector Two podcast, right? Yeah, I do this thing live. Just follow me on Twitter. I, I promote. Right. Follow. I'll, I'll put his Twitter down below. On there. Yeah. All right, follow Jackson on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, of course, at what Gay Racing Pod, um, mm-hmm. at Dreamy Zach GP, at New Gaiden. Y'all stay safe, and I'll see y'all after Martinsville. <laughs>